0: today we've got the patreon pick of the month hush coming up today
1: hush it's just a little hush i don't know i don't know (laughs) take it away before i embarrass myself further
0: i I think it's too late for that sir (laughs) all right um have you done any research on this author by chance
1: zero we got the patreon pick and i just i pulled it up and started reading did zero research please enlighten me <laughs> okay okay well
0: she's so, so i was reading into kind of like some of her sri lankan background You like she's tamil and uh from the wiki it says uh, it's called black july in sri lanka riots erupted in colombo the capital city killing thousands of tamils the ethnic minority group the group to which i belong and uh, this was something where she was like planning on going back, and I can't remember if it was like her father, but a family member was like, "Don't come." And I don't know if that was like the source for this story. I'm not making that claim, but it kind of made me think about like that universal experience, right? So we experienced a lot of riots, a lot of strife, a lot of frustration in 2020. What was happening here in America, and it's not apples to apples, right? Like it's it's different, but we see those notes. We see that that xenophobia we see that fear of the different Uh, we've seen a lot of talk about inclusivity and there's just there's just so much of that kind of just like scattered throughout this story i felt like
1: okay interesting that puts a lot of perspective on the things that are happening do you think mary could be jenny in the story or the little girl
0: it's hard for me to pick like this is what the story's about because it floats through so many different things through this. And and maybe that's the best way to walk through this is to kind of talk through those because it's a, it's a very ambitious piece I'll say because you start out with Jenny who I don't, I didn't take as the author, but maybe I just don't know enough about it, but I, I just, I just read it as characters and I just read this first off without knowing anything about the author. Right. And she's landing. She's a flight attendant. You got riots on TVs. You got shootings, Right. And she's going to go home and she she hears a a voice that that sounds familiar and and we're going to launch into this flashback. But it's this girl that she knew when she was younger. And, you know, you've got her accent being picked up on. She's being questioned probably because of her species, essentially, that it, it, it felt very relevant to me with with everything that's happened over the past couple of years, it feels like.
1: And that's why I guess I thought maybe that this could be, you know, pseudo the author, you know, writing about her experiences because it feels very relevant to now with riots and racism and you know uh, issues with people, you know, having problems in you know travel and whatnot. It, it felt very very relevant. If you didn't know that this was a sci-fi piece and you kind of took that out of it it feels like it fits right in 2023. Now, when they start talking about, you know, aliens and on this different planet and that they literally left Earth and you realize that, oh, this is set maybe, you know, hundreds of years in the future in a sci-fi world, but the topics there are, are still very much what has happened in our time frame on our planet.
0: All right, so here's my first question is, what do you think this exploration, so we're on, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but we're on this alien planet, and Jenny comes from like several generations of people that moved here. Old Earthers, right? Like she's good, right? She there's even a couple quotes out. She's like, "Oh no, no, no! I, I belong here," right? And the the Riz- Rizuli, right? They're the ones that are that drag out their S's, so they've got an accent, and uh, they don't fit in. Right. There's a lot of anti-alien specious kind of like comments. It it felt basically like racism. And, you know, they'll have quotes in here where they'll say. There were other species that had made their way to Antira, dozens of them. But it was the Razuli that bigots tended to hate worst. Something atavistic, perhaps. And I thought it was kind of interesting that the word atavistic was used twice in this story. Right. So something related to ancestral long history past and such. What, what does the racism look like to you in this warped mirror world? Like, like how did you take this racism?
1: It felt very much like it is in our world today. It felt like it was based on looks. It felt like it was based on what these people look like. Cause they mentioned several times of how they had to put on, uh, Uh, garments and they had to hide the way they look they had to hide like their gills and uh, they they had to make themselves look different so they weren't treated different and that is how a lot of people i think in our world have to use clothes and hair and makeup to make themselves look like something they're not so they are treated differently or treated better i guess
0: i just hone in on that word atavistic right something that it's kind of like the, uh, what is that, like the War of the Roses, like the the McCoys, where we don't, we don't know what started it. We, we hate them. We don't know why. We just do. My daddy hated them, so I hate them. It's like that that passed down generational trauma between the Antirans on Antira. Sorry, I think I said Antirans earlier. And the the Razuli, right? Like we, we just hate them, right? It's something that we've just done for a long time, and we can't even explain it. Right, but because they're different, that's why we hate them. And you know, you asked earlier, do I think that that Marianne was was Jenny? Well, she, she lives in America, right? She's Tamil, so she probably has experienced a little bit more of, of the, the opposite side of that, right? Like of being, I'm the one that doesn't necessarily look or talk the same as everyone else, right? Because how, how do we take that talking difference, right? The fact that she had like you know has the long s's, like the sibilant type speech. She tries to cover it up. Right. And I don't know, like is, is if we talk about people who have like the Indian accents or people that have like the, the the Spanish accent, you know, when you come to to a different country, how much of that accent and that tongue do you bring with you? Right. Because, you know, if you keep if you don't make the same sounds anymore as you get older, you lose the ability to kind of hear and make those sounds sometimes. And sometimes people view that as very important to them as a part of their culture. And here, the Razuli, to avoid to avoid the pain of being hated, to being outcast or dragged out of the car and beaten, they try to hide part of their heritage, right? And and isn't that part of the problem when we're hiding who we are or what we are even?
1: Oh, definitely. I I struggled, I guess, a little bit at this part of the story of the topic we're going to be discussing of – how How is that racism in this story, in this world, in this universe formed? Why is it that Resulia hated so much? Uh, it, it's very obvious in, in our world, if you study history, that the Europeans needed a reason to be able to enslave Africans. And so they made them different by the way they looked, by the way they spoke, by the, the way they dressed, and their religion. And so that made them different. Thus, it made them to be able to be enslaved because different was seen as less than. And in this story, it never really provides those context clues, as you mentioned. And so I don't know the answer of why these people are hated. And and I guess... I needed more from the story of how it explained that. And maybe if this was, you know, a longer short story or a book, maybe it could have gone into that of, you know, there there was a war a hundred years ago and uh, they were the aggressors or something. I, I think that would have been nice to fill out a little bit of that, you know, blank canvas of just, well, we hate them. There, there always has to be a reason. I just, I find it hard to believe that you just, hate <laughs> I don't know that that's that tiny little bit of optimism you see for me every once in a while
0: <laughs> you want you wanted to know what what started this thousand year war or whatever right like like why why do we fight you wanted you wanted the answer there I can get that um let's let's talk about the levels where does Jenny fit on this scale to you is is she she's obviously helping her knows her tries to get her out of being forced into security. So when she heard the voice, it was her, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the, the young Rizzouli girl's name, but she grabs her and basically pretends to be her aunt. So that way she's not thrown into security. Right. And it's, it's like, okay, I'll drive you places. So she's doing things to help. Where's Jenny on this scale? Does she have any amount of racism in her prejudices xenophobia, whatever you want to call it? Is she a hundred percent an ally, a hundred percent perfect and understands, Uh, The differences and recognizes a difference, but doesn't judge based on those differences, right? Like, where's Jenny on this scale?
1: I think to answer your question, no, I don't think she's, you know, 100% on there. I think, quote, she's an ally and she's trying so that that is good, but... Why is she trying? What is her motivation behind this? And I, I think a lot of that of what I pulled from the story is this compassion of helping other people. But is it altruistic? Is it self-motivated? I I, I don't know. Jenny seems to kind of be all over the place because throughout several times of the story, she seems to just be babbling, uh, for a lack of better words, because she's in an uncomfortable situation and she doesn't know how to treat the young mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps to go, oh, well, if I just keep talking, she won't know that I'm nervous. Well, Why are you nervous? Why, why is this such a big deal? Are you scared to be seen with this person? And, and I almost feel like it's that mentality of, I'm not racist because, or I'm not that because, insert whatever excuse you want. And if you need to say that, then I really think you need to do some deep soul searching and reevaluate. And maybe that's what Jenny's issue is, is she's trying to prove it more to herself than anybody else.
0: Because I think she, you're right, she's one of those butt people, because she she was very negative on the mom, right? Oh, she didn't follow our customs. Right? She didn't return that dish with food. And pff, I wouldn't eat that Razzulli food anyway. That disgusting stuff, which... I don't know anything about their digestive systems or how that works, but it felt gave me like, heartburn <laughs> because it's different. It's, well, she didn't even remember her mom's name at first. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was the name." Later on, so so it's like she's she's putting them below her and she's doing them a favor by helping them out. Now again, I think that maybe I'm starting out coming out too strong on her because, like you said, she is trying to help out. She is trying to be a friend, but but there's clearly some internal problems she's still struggling with. Right, like she still feels that it's a favor to the Razuli girl to help her out, as opposed to seeing the humanity. I guess that's not a fair word with the interns and the Razuli here, but as opposed to seeing the person for who they are, versus you know the stereotypes or representations of 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 what they are.
1: Yeah. Did you also feel that through all of this, it's almost like Jenny is trying to not teach life lessons per se, but there's a lot of, you know, life lesson elements in this story where she talks about lying. You know, I never lie. I raised my boys to not be liars. But she lies to the security guard, but it's okay because it's for X, Y, Z reason. And then, you know, when they get stuck in... So they're, they're, the, the premise of the story is that she's trying to get this little girl home safe. There's a riot mob going on. Their car can't fly like it normally should. So they're, they get stuck in the mob and... Uh, the little girl, you know, gets pulled out of the vehicle and and end up biting and 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 killing a guy. And she eventually gets the little girl home, but she lies about several instances in the story. But it's okay, it's okay, because they're little white lies. So little white lies are okay, and it's like if you're quote doing the right thing, then it's justified. And so it it feels like there's a lot of compassion in the story that Jenny wants to do the right thing and stuff. It just, it's, it's muddied over by all these ifs, ands and buts. And, and that kind of irked me a little bit.
0: Do you think Jenny feels, I think she feels lonely. I think there's, there's enough evidence, you know, with the loss of her son, uh, that, that you can make that argument. But do you think she feels guilty at all? For what happened to Tom, because she thought she knew her son, right? But in the same way that maybe she has those little lies, well, maybe Tom had those lies in terms of him being the good old boy and being a perfect little person that was going to marry a nice young boy and they're going to see the tuxes. And she, it, it made her genuinely happy to see others happy, which is a good thing. But it's like almost like maybe those. The, the way that we atavistically teach, you know, racism sometimes is she atavistically teaching the lies, the covering up, and you know, the, that she feels guilty on some level that Tom had this bigotry, that he was lying and kind of covering up that eventually got him killed, right? By hunting down and hurting other people, you know, sometimes you're gonna get stung back. And and that's what kind of like triggers that flashback when she sees someone fight back because, oh, they're a real person. They have feelings. They can get hurt. And she feels guilty for maybe for for how she raised her son, for not teaching him better or for not seeing who he really was on some level.
1: There was a lot crammed into this kind of part of the story that we've glossed over in the general story of that the whole time Jenny is trying to get the young girl home, that she's reminiscing about these other things of her sons because she still has one young son that that, that's been home alone and her older son, Tom, uh, has been killed and that uh she kind of shoehorns in there that that he's l g b t q uh I wasn't sure what to make of that, but she one thousand percent feels guilty of his death that she somehow allowed him to become this monster, and that if she'd raised him better, maybe he wouldn't been a bigot and gone out and harassed um the other species and got himself killed uh and then on top of all that, she's reminiscing of this in the riot and then nonchalantly just throws out there, well, you can't trust the police because they're never going to do the right thing. It's like, oh, oof. Like, there's a little jab at modern society as well. It just feels like Jenny is all over the place, and I think that she truly doesn't know either.
0: Well, how... I agree. I think Jenny may not know herself, right? And that's where some of the mess comes from. She doesn't know herself. She doesn't know her son. How well does she know... This girl that she's trying to help and their practices in terms of, oh, they, they didn't they didn't do the dish our way. Right. Like like how much does she actually know about the Razuli?
1: Very little. And that's the thing that's like she barely knows this girl. Can't even remember her mom's name. Doesn't obviously have a neighborly relationship yet. She's willing to risk her job. She's willing to risk her life and her car and everything else in this story for this girl's safety. I mean, and that does say something about Jenny that like, she must genuinely be a good person because why would you give all that up for someone that you barely know or don't care about?
0: And she didn't know the mating practices. She admits that, but at the same time, neither does. Uh, okay. I'll try it. Is, is it Kati, Kativa, Gavita? She, she the Razuli girl. She, she didn't really know. I don't think. Katika.
1: Everything, ka. Katika.
0: I, I can't do it. I'll say this. How much did she know? Cause remember she called her misses. <laughs> And she's like, well, I've I've never been married. I don't need a man, right? And the fact that she felt the need to say I don't need a man meant that there's a societal norm that 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 there was expectations that she did need a man, right? In terms of like that nuclear family, she was beaten by them uh, by her husband. So she's like, I'm out, right? And she had like the neck pain, so like it's an ongoing. Again, that that trauma that that comes with things and you know she did feel the need to say i don't need this which tells me that, that i think she was lying to herself that she actually did think she needed someone because what did she want for tom she wanted nothing other than for him to find a nice boy to marry because it's like that union that that connectiveness is what makes people happy and i think because she's lonely that might be why she's trying to make up for it with the razuli girl she i think she's trying to feel something
1: and not only that i feel like the big life lesson kind of takeaway that Maybe she's just learning now herself. Is that big or small? Whether it's something that's inconsequential or not, is give a hundred percent. Don't do this, you know, for. A selfish reason and then it will be genuine and it will be helpful and it'll be good and pure and all that stuff and then maybe everything will turn out okay because it does in the story she saves the girl gets her home and everything's wrapped up in a nice little bow and jenny gets home to her son and maybe if she had been 110 percent with her older son tom maybe things would have gone better
0: i just remember what i was gonna ask you earlier you brought up the the police thing and that felt relevant with the stopping let me see your papers did you stop at american police or did you go international at all with that
1: i i immediately thought of you know police here in uh, you know Minnesota or something you know uh uh, yeah i i i didn't really think about it that way because i didn't know as much about the author as you had you know taught me earlier in the video but yeah, that, that definitely makes sense of that mentality of, you know, more international police of stopping your papers traveling between countries and a little bit more well, strict, I, I think. I,
0: I think you could take it f- like from a formalism standpoint, because when I first read this, I did not know anything about the author either. My mind went to Germany. Let me see your papers. Right. In terms papers, of how they ostracize, yep. let me see how they ostracize the Jewish community and such. Uh, that's exactly what's happening with the Razuli. Let me see your papers. Right. They're looking for the Razuli to pull them out of the cars and such, and that's that's a terrifying and very broad subject. I'm not saying that's what she was going for, but I'm saying the author did achieve that absolute loss of control, the way that society spun out of control with the riots and such. I think they just they needed to be explored more because there's a lot to be said about all of these things.
1: Yeah, a lot of big topics here all over of compassion and LGBTQ and police brutality and racism. There, There's just so many topics uh, that there are really important topics that I felt like were touched upon. And if this was the, you know, uh, prologue, then okay, now I know what the whole book is going to be about. I guess mm. it just kind of maybe left me wanting for a little bit more. So uh, yeah, check out shout And uh, again, thank you for the suggestion. We always appreciate that.
0: Alright, my name's Ben Una. Thanks for spending some time with us. And remember... If there's a theme, it's the little things that you do, not the big things, because I think that was one of the main takeaways for me. Peace. Peace.